What do you want to experience in your lifetime? And then set your entire life up to reflect that. Set your days up to reflect that. Set your work up to reflect that. Set your stuff up to reflect that. Let's take our life back now because I promise you, the only thing you will ever regret in life is not being present to life. Welcome to Unleashed. I'm Alexi Panos, life, love, and business strategist, leadership trainer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. And you found the place for getting real, no BS, tools, strategies, and inspiration on how to live your fullest potential, unlock your most authentic expression, and create a life and business that you're completely obsessed with. It's time to remove the chains that have been keeping us small. And it's time to live life unleashed. Overwhelm. Overwhelm. It is the number one thing I hear from 99.9% of the people in my life. I feel so overwhelmed. I feel like there's always so much to do. And the question becomes, why do we keep doing this to ourselves? Why do we keep creating an environment of overwhelm? Because here's the thing. It's not that there's less stuff to do. There's always going to be things to do, right? We're never going to hit the end of our to-do list. But the question becomes, are we doing the things that actually matter? Because in our society, there is a very clear and obvious addiction to being busy. If we wear the badge of busy, we seem more productive, we seem more on fire, we seem like we're hustling harder, or whatever this subliminal story is that we're telling ourselves, we are literally burning ourselves into the ground. We are burning out, we are flattening out, we are living less joyful lives, we are less present to the things that actually matter to us, and we are complaining our way through life, whether we're doing it externally or just feeling the complaint in our body like, oh, I have to do one more thing. So I say all of this because I want us to check in. You know, at the time of recording it, this podcast, it is December 16th. We are almost at the end of a decade, 2019, moving into 2020. And the question is, do we want to continue the pace that we're at with kind of the energy that we've been bringing? And I know for myself, this is a big question I'm sitting in as I'm beginning to restructure my business, my life, um, my stuff, my, my priorities, just everything. I'm taking a deep look at everything and asking myself, does this really, truly matter to me? Does it matter to what I want to create in the world? Does it matter to who I want to serve? Does it matter to what I want to be present to and to what I want to experience at the end of my life? Like if I were to die in a year, would I be thrilled at the life that I lived and how I spent my time? And this question really came alive for me as I was having a conversation with my husband And just, you know, talking about how I'm restructuring my business so that I have full time off come January, February, March. 
Um, my twins are due in February. I want to have time with my son Kingston while it's just him and I, and really give myself space to be fully present to motherhood for the first few months after the twins are here. And I know it's not going to be like just this blissful time of like, you know, baby magic and baby love. Like it's going to be a lot, you know, I've got, I'm going to essentially have three kids, um, on two and under, uh, my son will just turn two in February and having twins on top of that, it's going to be a handful. And, uh, what I was recognizing is that when my son Kingston was born, while I didn't have a ton of stuff going on and, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, I work for myself. I did set my business up to have as few priorities as possible to really like lean into there were still things that were kind of present in my space, in my mental space, where it was like, oh, I should really be jumping into my group. I should really be showing up in this way. I should really be, you know, following up and doing an email, da 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 da. You know, all those little things were kind of in my vortex um, after his first couple months being here. And I was just laughing with Preston. I'm like, none of those things matter. And it's, you know, the things that we stress out about and the things that we think are so important, we can look back in hindsight and be like, really? <laughs> like, not that big a deal. But in the moment, it feels so pressing and so important based on what we're saying matters and what we think moves the needle in our lives. And this is what I want all of us to sit in before we enter a new decade is really asking ourselves what matters most. Like God forbid anything should happen to any of us, but it's it's going to at some point, right? But God forbid it happens anytime soon. But what if it does? Like what if it does? Can we live with a sense of urgency around our deepest priorities, around what we truly want to give and leave with this world? Can we live that way? And you know, some of you listening to this, I already know it because it happens in my brain too. Some of you are like, oh yeah, easy to say, but I've got bills to pay and I've got da-da-da-da-da. I get it, as do I. And the question even becomes of that, like, do you have to pay those bills? Like, do you actually have to live that particular lifestyle? And this goes into a whole other thing that I might as well just talk about here, but I may end up doing a whole episode on in the future, but this idea of truly being financially independent. And there's a whole movement around this called the FI movement, um, which is, you know, part one of something called the FIRE movement, which stands for financially independent, retire early. And retire early doesn't mean you're sipping Mai Tais on the beach doing nothing. It means that you don't have to get up. You don't have to go to a job. You don't have to launch a new product. You don't have to sign more clients in order to maintain your lifestyle because you have a large nest egg that is essentially making money for you. And in this whole five movement, and I'll just use the financially independent movement um, because that to me is the most critical part of it. What they ask you and invite you to do is to really look at how you prioritize your spending. And number one, most people don't ever look at, <laughs> like ever, look at how they actually spend their money. Most people aren't aware on how leaky their their money is. 
they're like, oh yeah, well, I don't spend much on da-da-da. It's like, well, how much do you spend on food? How much do you spend on going out? How much do you spend on entertainment and Netflix and things like this? And it isn't until we get really honest with our our spending, like where is our energy of money going? It's the same thing with our time. Where is our energy of time going? Is it going to just checking things off our to-do list? Or is it going to the things that I actually say matter most to me? And now this is a huge, huge thing. And it's something that I've been working my way towards slowly for the last, I would say the last 10 years, I've been really focused on being financially independent, not having to work and not having to launch to maintain things. Um, really like locking in on my, where my money goes. Like I haven't had a car for about four years now because I just didn't use it enough to really merit having a car. Do we, do, do we have a family car? Yes, we have one car for our family. Um, it's technically my husband's car. And this comes back to this idea of why are you working? Why are you doing the things you're doing? Do, what, what does it actually end up towards? What is the end goal that you're working towards? Like, are you buying shit to impress people that you don't even know or don't even care about? Because that's the majority of, unfortunately, the Western world. We have bought into this idea of consumerism that we are not enough yet, that we need more, we need better, we need to look different, we need to have the best of the clothes, the shoes, the cars, the all the things. And it's a futile pursuit. Like it's a pursuit that will never be satiated because things will never make us who we are. It's always who we are that makes us who we are. And a lot of us are trying to cut corners and buy things in order to prove something to the world and in order to say, look, here's who I am. I've made it. I've done it. I'm smart. I'm respectable. I'm whatever. I'm cool. Whatever that underlying wound is that's trying to heal through stuff, it's never going to heal that way. We've got to heal just by working through it, right? And it's so interconnected, this idea of overwhelm and spending, because a lot of us are overwhelmed, whether you're an entrepreneur, you work for somebody else, or stay-at-home parent. A lot of us are overwhelmed because we think we have to do something that we say matters. But if we actually really look, we have, we have to be honest and go, does that actually matter? Like, does it matter that the laundry's not going to be done every other day like it says so on my plan? Does it actually matter? No, unless you're wearing things that are totally dirty. That's when it matters. But if you have other things to wear, who cares? Don't let that become the thing that stresses you out. It does it actually matter that you're not so on top of your your email newsletter and you're not, you know, doing the thing that you said? Da, 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 da. Does it actually matter? Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe depending if, if your thing is I want to connect with my crew and my community every single week, do it. But if that's not like top priority, like one of the things I have a, a client that I'm working with that literally is trying to be on every single platform across the planet, <laughs> like TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. I'm like, just pick one, like just pick one because every time we talk, you're so stressed out about trying to build all this content for all these platforms because you don't want to miss the opportunity. And the invitation is to see that you're actually missing the opportunity of life. 
because you're so busy focused on, I've got to post in all these places, that you're actually missing the opportunity called you're alive and there's life out there to live and there's people to connect with and there's joy for you to experience and there's reflection for you to take in. Now going into money, a lot of people are busy working, working, launching, new course, raising my prices, doing da 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 have to launch a new business, got to go work more hours, got to get that bonus. We're so busy working in order to pay for a life that we're not even present to enjoy. Let that land. We're so busy checking off the list that we're not even able to enjoy the life that we have. Because we somehow transferred this idea of like our lives are in our to-do list, are in our accolades and our achievements and our success. And that is not what life is about. Yes, it's a part of life. Yes, we're going to do things in our lives. But to actually truly be alive is to prioritize what matters to you. And that's different for everybody. Not everybody's priority is going to be, you know, presence with their family. That's just the truth. That's some people's priority and it's not other people's priority. And that's okay. But you got to know what you are here to experience. What are you here to experience in your lifetime? What do you want to experience in your lifetime? And then set your entire life up to reflect that. Set your days up to reflect that. Set your work up to reflect that. Set your stuff up to reflect that. Because if you've got a huge house and a huge car payment and a huge job that requires a huge amount of responsibility and energetic output from you, but what you truly want to experience is the world, is travel, is different cultures, you have locked yourself into a prison. It's a nice prison. It probably looks really good. It probably is pretty comfortable, but it's a prison based on what you say you want. So what this boils down to is getting clear about what you actually want. And what I want you to do, whether you're doing it kind of in your head as you're listening to this, or you turn this off and you take just 10 minutes, it's not going to take a while, but just take 10 minutes to really think about what are three priorities of my lifetime? What are three priorities of my lifetime? Is it experiencing love? Is it experiencing culture? Is it diving deep into the depths of my spirit and my connection with source? Is it creativity and seeing what I can create and produce in this world? Is it family? Think to yourself, what do you want to prioritize in terms of experience in this lifetime? Like you get to the end of your day, you're on your deathbed, you're like, holy shit, I lived. I got to like deeply be present to these three things. And really think about that because I promise you, people are not at the end of their lives going, wow, I always checked off my to-do list. Wow, my emails were always at inbox zero. 
(laughs) It sounds so ridiculous, but these are the things that we stress about. Wow. I can't believe that I got partner at my firm. Is that what you're really after? Like get to the meat of it. It's not about the superficial thing. Like I got partner, I made a million dollars. What does that mean? Like, yeah, you can make a million dollars, but maybe it's about making a wealthy exchange of money by by being in your highest creativity. Boom. Okay, that's more exciting. But really, it's about being in your highest creativity, being in your highest service and creativity in the world. If you're doing that, honestly, no no amount of money will even come close to the joy that you're going to experience from being tapped into your highest creative power. So take some time and answer that question for yourself. What do I want my life to be about? Three things. And then have those three things be your North Star. Have those three things guide your life. I call those my pillars. And they can change. But make sure you're taking stock. Make sure at least before we step into the next decade, you are taking stock of three things that you want to focus your year on. You know, like don't even, if it's too much pressure to pick three things for your life, pick three things for your year that would make your life feel really awesome. And then structure your life around that. Structure your decisions around that. Like if people come and say, hey, do you want to X, Y, and Z? Ask yourself, does it line up? Does this line up with what I say matters? Every purchase you make, does this bring me one step closer to what I say matters to me? Or does this put me into deeper overwhelm? Does this take me further away? Because overwhelm is not necessarily about, I have so many things to do. It's I don't know what actually matters most. So I'm focused on all the things. I'm focused on everything, trying to be everything to everyone at every given moment. And I don't actually have any priorities. When you know what matters to you, when you know what you are focused on, what your priorities are, when you have your pillars and your North Star, you won't feel overwhelmed because you're you're easily going to be able to say no. It's so easy to just be like, no, (laughs) I don't need to buy that. I don't need to stress about that. I don't need to say yes to this opportunity and add one more thing to my calendar because that's not taking me in the direction of which I say matters to me. So get clear and then get maniacal about honoring that because it's your life. People are always going to ask. There's always going to be a million things to do. And it is up to us to structure our lives accordingly. And again, if you've got the excuse of, oh, I've got bills to pay and I've got a life to manage and pay for, then I invite you to check out the FI movement or the FIRE movement, financially independent, retire early movement, where there's a whole group of people making all sorts of wages, anywhere from $30,000 a year to a million dollars a year, who have retired in anywhere from five to 10 years meaning that they have created financial independence to pay for their lifestyle. So they don't have to work. They choose to work. Most of them choose to work, but they don't have to work. And that's real freedom. That's real freedom. So just get get curious. 
get intentional, and then get maniacal about honoring your life. This is not just about honoring three words or honoring boundaries. This is about your life. And it's unfortunate that most of us don't consider this until we have to, until we get sick, until someone close to us passes away, until we have a moment that forces the urgency of life into our conversation. But let's be proactive. Let's not wait for those moments. Let's not wait to take the reins of our life. Let's take our life back now. Let's take our life back now because I promise you, the only thing you will ever regret in life is not being present to life. Not being present to the life that you have. Work, money, stress, all that, we can choose what that looks like for us. We can choose it. You know, I've got friends that live in vans that are some of the happiest people I know, and they, they choose that because they love to surf, they love to travel, they live in vans rent-free, they have gym memberships where they shower at, and, and they're brilliant people. Some of them have doctorate degrees, but they choose to live a simple life. So I don't want the excuse. Don't write me and say, oh, yeah, well, well, again, I invite you to check out the fire movement and see how people are taking their lives back. It is a thing, people. You do not have to blindly walk in and choose what society says you have to choose. It's a choice. It can be a hard choice sometimes because we have to give up mentally what society promises us is on the other side of the white picket fence. But we have a choice. And overwhelm is a choice. Overwhelm is choosing not to focus on what you say matters. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you are going to take time, 10 minutes, that's all it takes, to really think about what those three pillars are for you, even if it's not in your entire lifetime, but what would really make this next year coming a phenomenally connected, brilliant, alive year for you. Take time to do that. And if you have an extra moment, take the time to subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating and review, and then go ahead and screenshot that. Send it over to podcast at alexipanos.com. And as a thank you, someone on my team will send back a nice little magical link to all these freebies that can support you in unleashing your best life and your best business. And as always, just stay awesome, stay present, and stay connected to life because that is what it's about. So often we forget because we do. We're human. (laughs) But um, life is what matters. All the things that we build in a life matter as well, but not as much as life itself. So remember that. Stay present to that. Even if for today, just practice today being present to the fact that you're alive, you're alive, you're alive, you're alive, and what do you choose to do with that life? What a question. All right, I will see you on the next episode.